0: You're listening to episode number 33. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Welcome everyone to episode number 33. I'm Coach Megan for those of you guys who are new to the podcast, new to the show. And I'm so excited to be with you all here today. Um, and We're going to be uploading the video as well as the audio this week on our social media, primarily on Facebook, but also as well on Instagram, Instagram TV. So I'm so excited to be with you all today. Happy Tuesday, I hope you've been having an excellent week. Last week it was so hot here in Nebraska, and um, this week it's supposed to cool off just a little bit. I don't know about y'all, I'm not ready for summer to be over, so I've been trying to get a little hour here and there to uh, lay out by the pool whenever I can, but I'm so excited to be with you all here today. Um, It's just me today, but we have some awesome guests. Coming up on the podcast, Lydia Tremaine, Miss Indiana 2018, is coming back. Ali Swanson, my sister, Miss Nebraska 2019, will be coming on the show. And thank you so much. I just wanted to say thank you for watching. We have over 400 listeners every single week. Um, over gosh, 8,000 listens now um, over the course of the year since January when we launched, and I can't believe that we're coming up on almost 10 months of the podcast. Already, um, I'm so just blessed to get to speak into all of your guys' lives every single week. So thank you for always just sharing this with your friends and with people who need to hear it. It's just been so wonderful to see um, you guys follow directions in that way. But um, I just know that when you guys share this, it's because you really believe that this is helping you. And, um, you know, it just meant so much to me, I think of the podcast about my mom um, on her birthday, and just whatever we have a guest, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a strategy call with potential clients. And one of the questions that we ask every single potential client is how did you find out about us? And, um, 10 times out of 10, it's either the podcast or social media, but a lot of times people find our podcast through social media and they really get to figure out who I am and kind of how I coach and the vibe that they can expect ahead of time before we hop on a call. And so that's just so awesome for me to hear. I want you guys to always feel so comfortable and like you're a part of the family, even before you get introduced fully to the powerhouse family. And so We have just had so many exciting things going on around Powerhouse. We just finished our five-day challenge, and I'm so excited to announce today that we are releasing another five-day challenge that's totally different. If you were a part of our last five-day challenge, we've gotten some awesome, awesome feedback. Um, Several girls went through that. Several um, women went through that and teens. And it's just so awesome to hear all of y'all's responses. You guys were so diligent to do your homework every day. I'm a coach who likes to give people specific homework, um, <clears throat> excuse me, because we have so many achievers who want to work with me or like coach Megan, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. So that got such incredible response that I'm doing another one. And, um, as a lot of you guys found out at the end of the last five day challenge, we have a special surprise for you at the end. And so this one is going to be um, a little bit different. And we're going to chat about that on today's episode. So today's episode, as you guys saw on the headline, is called free coaching. And so I think a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, I have to listen to that episode because holy crap, I want free coaching. And so what I decided to do, I was going to do another five-day challenge. um, And I was thinking about just like, I love to give, I'm a huge giver, and I was like, like what can I give to um, my clients and potential clients, people who've been following me on social media, but maybe um, haven't taken the leap of faith to work with us yet, even though they know that they need to be part of the family, they know that they're our tribe. I know that they're our tribe. We, we have that happen all the time. And so um, I wanted to extend this podcast to you guys um, with another five-day challenge of just kind of showing you behind the scenes of how I coach, what it would look like to coach with us and to honestly give you some free answers to some questions and you're gonna get to see me, your coach, because I consider myself your coach, even if you just listen to the podcast. Um, You're gonna get to see me in action a little bit answering some questions. But today I'm gonna walk you guys through 10 free pageant questions that are um, some of my favorites right now. I am always looking for new questions to mock with my girls, to keep, I have like literally you guys, thousands upon thousands of questions that I will either buy and purchase off the internet or just come up with myself or crowdsource from social media. And then I'm always trying to pump those out to my clients so that they're staying on top of their game. And so today I wanted to kind of show you behind the scenes of what that would look like if we, you listening, are you watching, if you're watching the video, um, what that relationship would look like, except for I'm going to be asking myself the question and in turn asking you guys the question, which you'll find out about at the end of how you can kind of participate in that. Um, and, and then I'm going to be answering a few of these questions today live. I haven't even looked through all of these um, on the podcast. And then I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned till the end. I'm going to give you an opportunity to get some feedback from me, your coach, personally free of charge um, by answering a few of these questions yourself and entering into the five day challenge. I haven't come up with a um, fancy schmancy name for this yet, but probably by the time that we release this next Tuesday we will. So um, I'll probably call it the free coaching challenge or something like that. That's not so fun. Maybe I'll I'll come up with something else by Tuesday. I promise it's currently Thursday. So we got some time. But anyways, um, I want to walk through these 10 questions with you guys. And at the end, if you guys would like to join this challenge and get these 10 questions, um, I will leave an opportunity for you to do that in the show notes. Or it's as simple as just DM us on powerhouse pageantry or at Megan underscore Swanson on instagram or message us on facebook and we will get you in the program all you have to do is um, give us your best email we'll add you to that list and then off we go with five days of free coaching and homework from yours truly so let's get into it who wants to hear me answer some questions man i feel the heat Even though I'm doing this to myself. (laughs) So let's get started. Um, The first question that I'm going to answer for you guys today. um, I'm going to teach you a little bit of the principles behind why I answer questions a certain way. And I just want to say this first and foremost. Don't just pay attention if you're listening to what I'm saying, okay? A, a huge key in how I coach my clients is not about what we're saying. Yes, your content is extremely important, but obviously your values aren't gonna 100% match with my values and that is completely okay. I don't want your values to 100% match with my values, okay? So take extract the principles, what I always tell my clients, extract the principle, go to the 30,000 foot view. And what is the umbrella of what you can glean that does match with you. But what I want you guys to pay attention to is how I'm answering this question, these questions, not the what behind it. Okay. So obviously if you were to be answering these questions, you'd be implementing your values, your beliefs, your life experience, your stories. Okay. So I'm going to be speaking from my life experience and my stories. And honestly, with a couple of these, I might even answer them differently than I actually believe just to throw some of you guys off. Okay. So this is not about being Christian or not Christian, conservative, liberal. It's not about any of that. Okay. It's about my life experience, your life experience, and we're extracting the principle of kind of the, if you were to think of this as a formula, okay, what are the formulaic elements of how I answered these questions? And so we're going to get started with that. Cool. Okay, so question number one. Question number one, and again, you can get these in your email. All you have to do is just DM us for these list of questions. We'll put you in the five day challenge, super easy, okay? Number one, do you believe that everyone deserves a second chance? Yes or no? Hmm, dun, 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 right? So this is the principle here. I wanna teach you guys how to answer an either or question like this, okay? So oftentimes people get really tripped up Because they have absolutely no idea how to answer a like yes or no, black and white, all or nothing type question. And really, even though this isn't explicitly in the question, do you believe everyone deserves a second chance is the question? Really, they're asking, like, do you yes believe that or no not believe that? Okay, so I want you guys to have that filter on in your head, but I want you to also realize that life is not that black and white. Okay, I'm a very black and white person, so my brain things. Everything's black and white. But there are times in your life when you just don't have a black and white answer and that you really can see both sides. There is a way to answer a question that does not come off as pageant patty. Even if you do not have, if you're somewhere in the middle, okay? So, so many of my clients are afraid to give like a 50 50 answer because they're afraid of um, appearing like they're really watered down. But there's a way to speak with conviction and authority and backed by your life experiences. If you share with me, um, let's just give an example. So, do you believe everyone deserves a second chance? Yes or no? Let's say, that actually know people like this okay so again this is an example of not my personal life experience but i'm going to speak as if it is okay so let's just say that my parents got a divorce when i was eight years old let's say they spent three years separated um one of them got married again and then they got divorced to that person and then let's say 10 years after their original divorce they got remarried and now they're happier than ever That would be an instant where when I'm hearing this question, I always teach my clients to visualize, I'm visualizing this picture of my parents in my head. And it would be really hard for me to just say blatantly no or blatantly yes. Because maybe there was infidelity in that situation. Maybe it, it was horrible and, and there was a time when I didn't want to give my dad a second chance because of what he did to my mom, right? But then maybe he turned his ways around and 10 years later, even though it was a really huge process, again, this is a hypothetical situation, um, maybe over those 10 years in that process, my heart changed and maybe that's a huge core value um, and a core story of my life that has caused me to truly see both sides of this issue, Okay. So in this case, it would actually be very disingenuous for me to just say, yes, they do, or no, they don't, because my story is more than that, right? And so what I want to teach you guys um, along the lines of this principle is you have to be true to yourself and you can create a third option. Even when there's a, a very black and white statement, you're not, um, not answering the question by breathing life into how you truly believe, okay? So if that was my, if that was my life experience, here's exactly how I answer that question. Contestant number seven, Megan Swanson, do you believe that everyone deserves a second chance? Yes or no? Why or not? You know, to be completely honest, I see this from both sides, and I know that that sounds like it's this in-between pageant patty answer, but honestly, with my life experience, I believe um, that you do deserve a second chance, but... Only if somebody is willing to change their ways and really fix themselves, work on themselves from the inside out. When I was eight years old, my parents got a divorce and it was devastating to me. Um, There happened to be infidelity in the mix. I won't say with who, but it wrecked me as a child. I blamed myself. I thought it was my fault and I wanted nothing to do with this particular parent that I thought had ruined my life forever. And through another um, marriage and divorce and through lots of just growing within myself, 10 years later, my parents actually are happily married and have been happily married for three years now. And so I'm so glad that one of my parents gave my other parent uh, a second chance because now we have a happy family again. And although we had to walk through quite a bit of fire to get to this result, now I wouldn't have it any other way. So I can truly see why people wouldn't give a second chance because there was a time in my life when I didn't want to. But at the end of the day, I'm really glad that my family has embraced both of my parents with open arms and now we can have a happy hope and a wonderful future. Okay. So that's a little bit longer of an answer than I would totally, that I would normally give an interview That'd be perfectly fine, but you guys can see how I breathe my personal life experience into that answer. And with giving my, my true story of who I was, I'm sure that you guys were captivated by that story, especially if you're watching over video and you can see my facial expressions and my hand gestures as we're, as I'm answering that question. Okay. So sometimes people get so tripped up. My clients crack me up. They get so tripped up over um well my answer's too long or this one person told me that my answer was too long and i, I will preach this on so blue in the face do not allow one tiny comment from like a lo- a well-meaning um judge local pageant director ed former miss state title holder blah, blah 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 your mom your aunt your sister your best friend your teacher whatever don't allow them to make one stupid little comment i should say uninformed little comment of you use your hands too much you're too bold you're too this you're too that you're too this you're too this okay Take all those things with a grain of salt, but don't allow them to penetrate your identity or else you're gonna become super awkward. I see this all the time, um, especially my Italian sisters who are super bold like me. I wish I was Italian that I would get tan. Um, but they'll talk with their hands a lot, okay? And I talk with my hands a lot too. I'm very expressive. And so I see a lot of times they'll get one comment saying you talk with your hands too much, and then where do their hands go? Boom, at their sides, they never use their hands and everything about them, including their nonverbals, their pitch, their communication, I mean, everything just becomes extremely, extremely stiff and boring, okay? So don't allow one tiny, well-meaning comment to affect the way that you interview in general. Your job is to drop your guard and share your heart. And if you don't share your stories, then how in the world are you expecting to get a 10 when you're not even sharing 100% of who you are? Okay. So that's an example of not allowing a black and white question to mandate a black and white answer. Cool. Okay. Um, let's look at this next question. I'm going to jump around a little bit. So you guys will get all 10 of these in your email when you join the challenge. Um, Ooh, this is a good one. Let me skip to number five. Okay. So number five is, can a man and a woman really be just friends? Ooh, a lot of y'all listening are probably like, "Oh my gosh, what's she gonna say?" Okay, so again, I want y'all to visualize your, what you're probably seeing in your head as I read that question. Is if you're a female watching this, you're gonna see pictures of previous guy friends going across your face. You know, going across your mind. Um, there are so many different ways you can answer this question. And I'm going to help walk you through this right now. Okay, so this is an example of a question that um, a lot of people are afraid of because they're afraid that if they answer um, yes, then they're going to get too intimate and too detailed about their personal life. And, you know, it's kind of taboo, to be completely honest, to talk about boyfriends, you know, relationships, those types of things, typically in an interview, which I would say stray away from just because it doesn't represent yourself. necessarily the best as being all in for the job and judges can take it that way sometimes so i understand that that there's that kind of fear there um there's a million fears attached to this question that a lot of times come up i think people are afraid of saying a blatant yes or a blatant no because every single judge is probably going to have a pretty stark opinion about this okay So what I want to teach you through this, which is what I would call like a six out of 10 in terms of intensity. I always rank things zero to 10. Um, A 10 out of 10 would be a question about like a really tough uh, social issue, political topic, foreign policy, um, domestic policy, state rights, you know, things like things of that nature that affect somebody very individually. Um, this is about a six out of 10. Okay. So not quite that, but people will probably still have an opinion on it. So one thing, um, that I want to teach y'all is this is extremely important as to why, um, we in these cases use personal story if we can. And if we can't, if you can genuinely understand that people have a different point of view than you on questions like this and breathe that into your answer, that's going to help you a lot. Okay. So here's my life experience. I have had um, three particular guy friends that have been my best friends for over a decade, two for over a decade, one for about six years. Um, I met a couple of my really good guy friends when I was Miss Nebraska. And so that's my lens. That's my life experience. Um, there's never been anything between us. There never will be. And, um, you know, some would say otherwise, but I want to show you guys how I can have a really strong opinion. And I can also speak to the fact that I understand the other point of view of why a lot of people think that you you can't be friends but it's my personal belief that you can and uh nobody can argue with your testimony or your life experience and um what I would say to this is don't try and like go in a soapbox you never want to tell the other side that they're wrong okay so in saying this is my life experience so basically like I'm proving myself right you want to be very careful not to to speak in a manner that it feels like you're talking down to the other side. um, Because that can come off as very condescending, especially if you have a bold personality like I do. Okay. So here's how I would answer that question through the lens of, I'm thinking of my guy friends, Tony and Miggy, that I've been friends with for almost, gosh, literally 10 years, almost 11 years now since we were 16, 17. Um, We met at show car camp. It's awesome. And then I'm thinking of my other guy friends, like Jake, who I've been friends with, who I met playing basketball six years ago when I was Mr. Nebraska. Okay. So I'm going to answer from that perspective, but again, also understanding that people believe very differently than me. Okay. So here we go. Can a man and a woman really be just friends? Here's my answer. Well, how much time do you have for me to answer this question? Because I completely understand that a lot of you guys, some of you guys even in this room probably believe that you can't. And you know what? I would honestly say that most often people who say that they're just friends, yeah, one one of them probably likes the other or has liked the other along that journey of friendship. And I think that we need to be aware and be really careful of our communication amongst a man and a woman. And I think um, next step, if you do claim to have really strong friendships, me personally, I have guy friends that I met at show card camp almost 11 years ago. There's never been anything between us. They live a couple hours away, but they're the kind of friends that you can sit down and pick up a conversation with, even if you only see them once or twice a year. I have another best friend who I met playing basketball with all the guys and pick up basketball at the gym. And it was when I was in Nebraska and we've been best friends and just platonic friends for six years. Um, you know, that's a special case. And I understand that it's a special case. And so who am I to say that most instances are not like that. That's where I think it comes down to communication and it comes down to if I were in a committed relationship like I am now, um, there should never be anything that I hide from my spouse, from my partner, from my boyfriend. Um, and there should never be anything that I can't show them. There should never be anything that I can't tell them because I truly believe that if you have something to hide, that that can be a red flag. And, um, at the end of the day, you need to prefer the person that you are choosing to be with in a romantic relationship to make sure that you put that first and that your other friendships, um, you know, aren't hindering that experience. And so that would be my personal opinion on that. Although I, I realize that I may not be the majority. Okay. So my point in that and that's obviously more of an interview answer if that was an on-stage question answer stage question um, for some reason you'd, you'd have to answer that quite a bit shorter but I wanted to bring in my personal experience with that but the key is um, it popped up in my head honestly just because this is live as I was answering that question I was like whoa you know what I probably am not the majority and so I probably should speak to that and then the next picture that popped in my head because I was visualizing was okay boyfriend and I um, what is really the problem here what are what are really the things that we're asking can a wo- man and a woman really be just friends what that question is really asking also to is talking about cheating, you know, which is funny because the first question we asked is, do you believe everyone deserves a second chance? Talking about cheating, I thought of communication. I thought of, yeah, like, oh my gosh, I would never want to hide something from my spouse. I would never want my spouse to, to hide something from me. That, that, that'd be horrible, okay? So as those pictures come up in your head, you guys de- determine kind of how many cycles through. I probably could have ended that halfway through if I felt like it, but I felt like I had more content and I felt like it was engaging enough where in an interview I could keep sharing. It also just depends how long your interview is. Okay. So a lot of my girls obviously do Miss America where you have nine and a half minutes to talk, but also you guys have to have your head in the swivel of, okay, how important um, of a question really is this? Is this something that I feel like I can share values. So for example, when I was sharing that answer, I'm showcasing um, the values that I'm a really good friend and I can hold long lasting friendships. But at the same time, with the other things that I shared, I was teaching you um, as you know, who I would be as Miss Nebraska, Miss America, you know, whatever, by showing you that I'm aware that communication is important and I'm aware that not hiding things from the people that are important to you in your life are important. So by me sharing those stories, I'm simultaneously like showing the judges that I value those things or else I wouldn't have the awareness to be able to talk about those things. So I hope that makes sense to you guys. um, And I hope that that was, that was helpful to kind of see that, in these pigeonholing questions where you feel like you have to absolutely say yes or no, you can breathe your life experience to show that you either do have a really strong opinion or because of your life experience, you don't have a strong opinion or that you're somewhere in between. And that's perfectly okay. Okay. Let's see. Um, This next question we went over on our inner circle last week a little bit. And um, I really, really like this question. So we're going to end on um, two more and then we'll get out of here. And again, you'll have all 10 of these questions um, in your inbox. So just DM at Powerhouse Pageantry at Megan or underscore Swanson, or you can find our email on the show notes on iTunes or on powerhousepageantry.com forward slash podcast forward slash 33 to figure out the million other ways that you can contact us. Okay? So no excuse because it's everywhere. So here's the first question Should parents introduce their children to a religion? Or let them figure it out themselves. This was so fun. We asked um, a couple of my inner circle girls. We had a challenge last week where we split into three teams. And then I um, asked the same question to all three teams and then gave them points and gave them feedback on how they answered the questions. And it was super cool for all the girls from like 12 different states to get to see each other. um, How other people answered the questions maybe differently than they would with different values. But they were able to extract the principles just like you guys are of what made those some really, really strong, um, answers. And it was, it was so much fun. And then I gave all the winners a $10 Amazon gift card or, um, then modem 10 bucks. So hashtag join the inner circle. If you're not in it yet, cause you can win Monday, but anyways. Okay. So should parents introduce their children to a religion or let them figure it out themselves? Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a second as you're listening to kind of think through how you would answer that question, pull from the values of your life, pull through your life experience, pull through your perspective, Okay. Ready? Feel free to pause this, by the way. If you guys are watching or you guys are listening and you want to answer this before you hear the way that I do it, feel free. I'd love that, actually. And then, again, in the challenge, you guys will get a chance to respond and then I will be giving you guys some feedback. So I'll tell you that at the end. Okay. Ready? So should parents introduce their children to religion or let them figure it out themselves? Here is my answer. Okay. I believe that parents should. I totally understand that not every parent comes from a strong religious background or comes from the same religious background, but what I think is beautiful about a foundation of faith in general, and certainly what I'm thankful for is the consistency of values that I think that we could extract from every major religion, you know, kindness, love, treating people with empathy, trying to understand people who come from different backgrounds and cultures and may not look the same as you talk the same as you walk the same as you those are values that because of my faith because my parents introduced me to faith at a very young age were instilled in me and while I understand that those are not values that everybody carries unfortunately right or else the world would be a much brighter and better place Um, I 100% designate um, having those values because my parents introduced me to faith to religion at a very young age and I'm certainly thankful for that. Okay, so that's my personal life experience. Um, you might have a completely different experience, and you might have learned, um, you know, values a completely different way. You might have had a terrible experience with religion, and so you don't want, you don't think that parents should experience that. You might have had parents who shoved um, religion, and again, I I definitely separate faith and a relationship with Jesus with religion as two completely different things, but the world doesn't. So I have to use that common language, but, um, you might've had a terrible experience where say that you were forced to go to church and you had all these rules shoved down your throat and, or maybe you were raised in a cult, God forbid, or raised in a really scary, crazy religion, right? You'd have a completely different viewpoint and that's personally a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. So don't feel like you need to take my answer, But what you can do is extract the principle of how I answered, okay? So I said yes, so I gave a head-on, very, very clear answer. And then I paired that with my life experience and something positive that I could prove without saying yes, and everybody should, and you need to, or else you're wrong. What I did was I used my life experience and tied it to something common that I believe, like love kindness, treating people with respect, respecting other cultures. Those are things that is are, that is a unanimous concept that unless you are an, a literal crazy person, you're not going to disagree with, okay? So while I understand that not everybody's a Christian, and I wasn't just like, okay, Jesus, 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 even though that's how I believe, right? That probably is not going to be the most effective way to share that answer because my job is not to prophetize somebody and to get them saved in the middle of my interview. Like, yeah, would that be awesome? Of course, but that's not, that's not what we're here for. Okay. So knowing the time and place, um, I wanted to pair that to common values and common language that I knew would sit well with every single judge in that room while not compromising on my beliefs. Okay. So that's a really great strategy that I teach tons of my clients that is so helpful. And that I want every single one of you guys to know how to do cool. Okay. So last question today, I love this question too, um, because it is, uh, it's, it's a crazy one. Okay. It's one that you may not expect to get, but with um, just some of the current events, to be completely honest, going on right now. Um, So just to give some background, this question is about prison. Okay. So it's about incarcerated human beings. And uh, I think specifically they asked this to a couple of our teens at Miss Nebraska Outstanding Teen last year. So I want you guys to be prepped for this, Um, but obviously there's a huge stigma around that because we criticize a lot of times we don't understand and so this question is would there be any benefits to being in prison and uh we asked this question in inner circle too and i I did do a couple of my individual clients this week and why it's one of my favorite questions is because this is a prime example of forcing you to empathize with a group of people that you probably think that you have nothing in common with okay and so um, I have a very personal example to this. Um, and so I, I, I love this kind of question. But in context, you guys, just so you know, there are um, certain groups of politicians that are desiring to pass laws where incarcerated people could vote. And so if you get a question about this, it's probably going to be something along the lines of that. And so just something to keep in the back of your mind, study up on it, research it, figure out how you believe you don't have to believe how I believe, um, but just something good to know. Okay, so here is um, my example for this. And again, this is not about voting, so just I encourage you to go look that up on your own time. But it's a good question. You, you really have to visualize to answer this because I doubt a lot of you guys think about prison every single day, unless you have had an incarcerated parent, you know, f- for some reason, or um, have had to to struggle through that with you know family member, friend, something like that. Okay. Question, would there be any benefits to being in prison? My answer is, I actually have a really interesting perspective That most people who look like me, talk like me, walk like me, come from where I come from, Uh, honestly, if we're just being real, probably wouldn't have. So, as a business owner, I'm always trying to get out into the community and engage with people that are different than me because there's just something so special about rubbing elbows with people that normally are not in your sphere of influence. And one way that I did this was by helping um, at the state prison, actually, here in Nebraska. It was an experience that was largely outside of my comfort zone, but I heard from a friend, a fellow entrepreneur through some of my networking that I was doing that there is a um, program that enabled incarcerated individuals who Some were were about to be out on parole and some who were in prison for life. Um, There was an opportunity for them to go through a six-month program where they were taught life skills and resume skills and interview skills and uh, had got to start, um, have ideas to starting businesses and go through business classes for six to nine months. And um, a friend of mine was somebody who helped with that, who's a a fellow female entrepreneur. And when I heard about this, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I have to be a part of this. I want to help. And so through that program, we go in and we were able to speak with these individuals, hear about their dreams, hear their personal statements, see their resumes, critique their resumes. Um, and some of them haven't touched technology in you know, 10, 15, 20 years, but they've proven themselves to want to gain these life skills. And so long story short, um, there are even men who are going to be in prison for the rest of their life, but have become father figures to these individuals and in the inside of these prisons, um, now teaching these life skills who have found a purpose, even inside of prison that makes their life better every single day. And um, other individuals who will be exiting prison soon, who now will have a better chance at life in the real world um, outside the four walls of the prison because of the skills that they learned inside of that. And so I'm so happy to be a part of that. And I absolutely believe that there are some benefits of being in prison for those particular reasons. Okay. So again, interview answer, probably a little bit long. This is off the top of my head, but I have a specific A very specific story. And you know what, I'm a risk taker. So when I do interview, I'm willing to speak for a whole minute, um, or 75 seconds about something that I'm extremely passionate about, because I knew that again, have your head in a swivel of what's the why behind the what that you're saying. I know that I'm teaching the judges a lot about who I am, that I'm a compassionate individual, that I practice what I preach, that I'm willing to rub elbows with people that are different than me. I don't just stay in this box of, hey, this is where I came from. So this is my set of friends. And I'm just going to care about myself. No, like I wanted to share that story for a purpose of like, yeah, this is something that these people are oftentimes forgotten and like, absolutely. Yeah. They, they made trouble and they did horrible things, but it's so cool to see the transformation of how people can change if they choose to. And, um, you know, getting to be a part of that is something absolutely incredible. That is an experience that most people have no idea exists. So wh- how to parlay that to your guys's experiences, You guys all have unique experiences that are so personal to you. I think sometimes we're afraid to share those things. And what I'm not saying is share all like the traumatic, dramatic, you know, most those types of stories, not necessarily appropriate in detail for an interview. But if you've had an an experience, maybe you traveled somewhere, maybe you went on a mission trip, maybe you were able to um, help the homeless, or maybe you were able to be a big brother, big sister mentor, right? And that really affected your life and you learned more about someone's story through that i would highly encourage you guys to become comfortable and figure out a way that you can um, share that with the judges because it does show a lot about who you are without having to be like i am compassionate and i care about other people right? There's such a huge difference between telling and sharing. Um, And I want you guys to learn how to share, share your heart, share your stories, share the way that you are a role model, share the ways that you are influential, because I promise you guys that will not fall on deaf ears and you will make such a greater impact in your interview. So I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode today. I want to very quickly um, share with you guys exactly what will happen when you guys join this five day challenge. So this five day challenge, it's going to send to your email every single day. And it will start today, the day of this podcast. So if you guys are listening a little bit late, there might still be an opportunity for you, but make sure that you jump on. I think I'm going to leave enrollment open for a week after this podcast airs. So you'll want to make sure that you join so you can be a part of that. I will be responding every single day. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you five, uh, 10 questions for a total of 50 free questions. Free questions for you guys to practice interviews. Some of them will be questions like we talked about today. Some will be political. Some will be personal. And so I want you guys to get a wide gamut of the types of questions that you should be practicing and rehearsing at home on your own time. And for the first 20 people that reply, every day you're gonna have homework to answer five out of the 10 questions, okay? Your top five most difficult questions. And I want you guys to be diligent to take this in bite-sized pieces every single day and hit reply at the bottom of the email and type out your five hardest questions to me. For the first 20 people that do that every single day, I will be sending a personalized response with some feedback of what I think was great, what I think that you could improve on, and so that's why this episode is called Free Coaching with practice questions. I've never done this before. I probably will only do this maybe once a year because it will be extremely time consuming for me, but you'll want to make sure that you sign up for this again. DM us, email us. It's extremely simple. You have no excuse not to. Um, If you've been wanting to work on your interview skills, then this is the place for you. This is the time for you, and I'd love to get to meet you over email, even virtually, so that we can start, um, you can start to see kind of what that would look like for me to give you some feedback, and Who doesn't love free feedback duh right so share this with somebody who you know needs to hear it if you're a miss contestant feel free to share this with your teen repost this on your story um, and we'll get in contact with you and know that you want to join the five-day challenge but i hope this was a blessing to you guys today i had so much fun getting to uh live coach myself a little bit and uh just hope that you guys enjoyed this i thought it was so much fun we'll be doing more of this in the future and uh with that we'll see you guys next week If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the Powerhouse Inner Circle, where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.